My chick one two one two. My chick one two one two. <laughs> Time and place podcast. It's the one and only P O B S. <laughs> and I've got my good friend today, DJ Fingerland. The, the famous up, DJ? DJ Fingerland. I'm not sure if I'm famous. Someone <laughs> likes to say famous DJ Fingerland. Yes, you are. Oh come on. You see, that's the thing with DJs. We don't see ourselves as being famous, but all right. That's a track passing by. So if you hear any <laughs> crazy background noises, we've got a track just passing by. All right. So anyway, Fingerland is in the house. I'm in the house. So we um, got a few things to talk about. Is that your phone? Yep. All right. That's our main man's phone. Anyway, um, we're having a show coming up in the next two weeks, right? So yeah. we thought we'll talk about that slightly. But, uh, and also, most current affairs, a few things that are happening in your life, my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I thought we might start with a little bit of music, like we do always. And this song, I'll explain. Let's just play, then I'll talk about this song after. I'll just play a little bit of it, and then we'll have a chat. So, here we go. Today, we are actually recording from uh, My Place Spa. So, the Time and Place podcast today is being recorded at My Place Spa. Thanks to our friend Alex, the proprietor of this establishment, if you're watching on video. But if you're listening, we are actually in Perth City, right in the heart of the city. A nice, nice spot. It's a nice pub for Africans, by Africans, democracy. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you started off talking about um, what's happening in the next two weeks. So or is it less than two weeks now? Exactly two weeks, yeah, actually. Exactly two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so me and Fingerland sat down one day and decided, you know what? We wanted to relieve those Jantemba memories. Yeah, leave Jantemba uh, memories. Anyone, South Africa, Zambia, I think even Zimbabwe and Botswana. Jantemba yeah. is all across Africa, right? Shentemba nightclub is like no other. Yeah. When it comes to the DJ, speaking from a DJ's perspective, Shentemba is special in the sense that they've got a specific music genre that they play. You go. I spoke. I spoke about this a couple of episodes back. When you go to Shentemba, you know it's rumba. No ifs about it. Rumba. Rumba yeah. music. I know Kenyans call it lingala. I don't know why. Don't ask me. Mm. But. Zantemba is mostly rumba and it will kick the whole night of rumba so we sat down and we're like you know what Alex actually invited us to one of the place and said you know what guys let's get together let's do something and um, we thought first we, we thought of doing an old school old school um, 
old school and then we like i think there's a most every night when you go to an australian club you you pretty much come across old school music yeah so we wanted to do something that people are not really experiencing in yes. a lo- in, in a, a long time yeah. and i think one of the journal that is actually very enjoyable but people have not been ex- uh, experiencing that in perth yeah. is rumba so yeah. we thought ah rumba is you know the thing to go why don't we do something during easter yeah have, because a, have a rumba night because most of the times when i'm playing uh, or you and I, when we're playing at gigs, right? There's a certain period of time, especially towards the end of a gig or, you know, like somewhere maybe in the middle when it starts kicking up, I fuse in a few rumba so- Even if it's an old school night, you jump two, three rumba songs mm. and the crowd goes crazy. And I thought to myself, I was like, people are actually m- missing out. We, we are actually stinging the, the rumba crowd because we're only giving them maybe like five, five songs and mm. they hit the crowd like serious so we thought rumba night specifically rumba from the beginning to end now before we get deep down into the rumba night most i'm i'm pretty sure a lot of people are wondering all right fingerland who and i know you heard this question but just for the audience who is fingerland dj fingerland how did you DJ start fingerland? DJland? how did the name come about uh, so I think for me DJing started in 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 the in my father's house. Uh, mostly when when uh, my dad and my mom not around, yeah, would come you know as siblings together and just you know start. I'll I'll be in charge of the music. Naturally, it just came naturally. Um, I don't know how it came about. It's, it's, Someone's it's, in charge know, of the barbecue. So yeah, I'm in charge of the music, and it, and it just grew from from the house. It went to the school. Yes. So secondary school and I was involved in organizing gigs and then uh, I, for some reason when the DJs come and they're doing their music, I, w- I was just standing there watching and I was like, oh, I, I want to learn how to do that. And then, uh, the, so I, I think the last day of my, um, last day in secondary school, mm-hmm. I actually DJed at the, um, I was the guy who was in charge of the music. Ah, so I was using a, like the last a, a DVD player, gigs. so I'd put, I'd burn <laughs> some music on a CD, and that's where my career started. When I went to uni, the first thing is I found a, a, someone with a music system, mm-hmm. and they were actually student center, so they were in charge of the student center music-wise. So I, I talked to those guys, I'll do it for free, I just want training. So I got into there, and then... Um, I, I developed my skill and I, they started paying for uh, they started paying for it so from free they started paying for it and then they put me as part of uh, the partner so we started doing gigs together now as partners from that I started my own business do you know I also DJ at the student center oh really yeah, yeah I, I, I that's where I learned my DJing yeah center. I think so 2000 2003 yeah. yeah, I used to DJ. So the from the student center, I, I played in renowned clubs in, in, in Lusaka, including Zenon. So this is, so, um, for those wondering, it's the student center at the University of Zambia. Yeah. They've got like a nice so, restaurant yeah. and club there. And every weekend they'll have DJs come in. So yeah, at the time mm-hmm. I used to DJ for Sugar Shack Sounds. And then, oh yeah, yes. uh, Matali. Yes, with Matali and them. And yeah. the guy who was running the center one day was like, oh, you did very well. How about... You know, on your free days, you can come and play for us. Played for one night, ended up becoming like the DJ manager there. 
So I'll DJ on certain nights and help mm. organize. But enough about me anyway. So, all right, that's interesting. So we've got a commonality here. Yeah. So actually, one of my guy, the guys that inspired me to get into DJing, I don't think you know him. He's probably new. He was new in Shubishak Sounds. Mm. His name is Sean Moore. Okay. So Sean Moore inspired me. Uh, the late links. Links in the mix. Links in the mix. Links I was a good friend of mine. I got my inspiration from him. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be exactly what he was. Like I just his DJing is good was guy. just off yeah. Links. So yeah, that he is we one started of my around the same time. Links because we started DJing, I think Links and Pelvis we started on the on the Copper Belt. Yeah. So Links we started around the same time. Because I started DJing like when I was in high school, and it was like a by extent of thing. But that's another story. Yeah. But when we started entering the clubs, like when we finished school, guys that we were hustling around with, like trying to get into a club and have a set, was yeah. Links, and there's DJ Pelvis, who's now with, used to be with Times Cafe. I think now he's at Capone's or whatever. Mm. So that was like our crew and a few other guys. So yeah, they're really good guy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace to Links, man. Yeah. Okay, now that's very interesting. Back anyway, to me. In fast forward to blah 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 blah. Now we are in Australia, right? So, and this is how I met you. I was just hearing, oh, Kweto, Kweto, Kweto. That's real name anyway. And then we had a gig, I think um, we had B Flow, right? A B1. B1. B1 and Cleo Ice Cream. Cleo Ice Cream, yeah, in and, Malaga. Um, and I was like, oh, this gig, I'm just gonna. Sh- uh, concentrate on playing music for the artist so I don't compromise yeah, yeah. my set and then the whole, when we organized we said you know what we need another DJ just to give it a different sound yeah. that's when uh, Lombe from Zavi Entertainment brought you in yeah and then we just clicked there and all of a sudden from then on we started linking up that was I think my second gig in Australia ah yes second I think the first one was with uh, regions of Africa with Cynthia ah, yes with Cynthia. yeah Cynthia right. Um then that was I think my second gig. I did regions <laughs> We've done regions as well. I've done everything. Yeah, so yeah, everything. so yeah. Alright. Well enough about that. Well now to the matter of the subject, the reason why we're here is the Roomba night. But we decided to say, listen, yes we're having a gig, but let's also incorporate that into the podcast. Now before <laughs> Off mic, before we started recording, you asked me a question. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked you a question. Where did, you, where, where did this, the name Time and Place Podcast come from? <laughs> well, <laughs> so I said um, Time and Place, I actually got the name from uh, a song. Mm. It was a song that I liked so much in the 90s. And basically, the, in the song, the guy was talking to a girl because that's what that's what we used to do in the 90s hooking up babes man vibing so he was vibing to this woman and he was like if you've got the time i've got the place so maybe we can you know link up it's like you meet somebody in the club and you say you know what hey you have some time i've got a place maybe let's chill by my place (laughs) it's an indirect way of saying of telling someone come to my house that's a bit too direct yeah so I used to listen to that song all the time because it was a chilled, laid-back song. So when I got into podcasting, I told my I was going through so many um, titles, so whatever, type of, whatever. Yeah. And then I don't know where I was. I think no, no. I think I was on the phone, chatting to my brother, 
And my brother was like, ah, I, was, I think I was telling him, I was like, you know what, I want to get into podcasts, whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know what, if you've got the time, you do it. And I thought, ah, yeah. I've got the time, got the place. All I need is a place now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I've got that song. Oh my goodness. So I, that's I how where I, the, the naughtiness <laughs> comes from. Time and Place Podcast. That's my how God. the name came about. It came about from a, so- a hookup song. Oh my goodness. And I've never said there this was- on this podcast. We're in season two right now. So and it had to take the whole minute to ask the question. <laughs> it had to take the whole minute to ask the question. Oh my yeah. goodness. But then I, I flipped it to reflect on current situations. Like, listen. There's a time and place for everything. Everything in life happens for a reason. There's a time, uh, time to be born, time to be, time to heal, time to die, time to do whatever you want to do in life. Everything has got a time and a place that things yeah. occur. Anyway, so back to us going back and forth on the phone and decided we're going to have a Roomba um, night. And then you came up with the brilliant idea. I was like, all right, you know what? Why don't we come up with like a top five? Yeah. You know, top five of your Roomba songs and top five of my Roomba songs. So you take it up. Um, so I'll, I'll give you my top. Uh, I don't know the titles but from the top of my, my head. Yeah. But I'll give you the top five artists that I've been listening to. Top five of all time in my, yeah. like when DJ Fingerland talks about Roomba. Um, I'll tell you my top five. Uh, definitely number one is coffee. Coffee, coffee is just, cool. is a legend. Uh, his his music is just insane. Um, Have you seen my coffee impression? Ah uh, no, uh, I would like to see that. <laughs> yeah, coffee. Oh, um, sus, and then uh, my second one is uh, I would like to make it fair. Talk about a female, Billy Bell. Billy Bell. She's she, also she's my top insane. five. I've got a question though. There was a rumor when I was growing up that she she once dated BJ. How true is that? Who? BJ Benon Wanga. That's not not not, not Billy Bell. That's Shalom Wanga. Oh, re- oh, so I mixed the two up. Yeah, allegedly. Oh no, sorry, it's Shalom Wanga. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Is it I met, true? I met Shalom Wanga, right? Yeah. Did, you, did you ask the question? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my uncles. Was engulfed with the whole shallow one of beauty. Was going nuts. But I met her once. But nah, yeah, she allegedly, she went out with uh, VJ. Yeah, for true, it's real. Not for VGZ, true. my mate. No, no, not VGZ. Shout out to VGZ. This VJ was a mini star. And all right, so we've got Mbilia Bell. You got Coffee. The Shalomwana as well. Shalomwana as well. Awilo Longomba. Awilo. All right. Awilo Longomba. Ah, Dumbuisa. 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 And then obviously my last one is uh, Kanda Bongoman. And Kanda Bongoman, wow, brilliant! Yeah. I love I love their music. Like, do you know there was a club in Indola called Dumbuis? No, <laughs> I I grew up in I was after Willowlongoma song came out. It was a small tiny club with yeah. massive speakers, brilliant sound, and they used to call it Dumbuis. I think it's still there. I don't know. I haven't been in yeah. Indola for a while, but. Those are my top five Roomba artists. All right. Why? Yeah. Can I ask? No, I think the music. I, I, I'll tell you what. Most of the music I listen to, I don't even understand what they talk about. But I go for 
how how the whole music has been the, the beats the vocals mm. the mixing mm. you know the melodies mm. everything about the song it's mm. been mastered well like i i i've got an ear for some the whole complete package, the whole complete package. As should be. you can do a good song but if it's not mixed well if it's not mastered well it's you it it gets lost it get lost somewhere but i i go for that perfection okay. and i think uh those these rumba guys from even from way back with our technology the guys were really good with bringing up top good music sound. top quality sound especially in and i think uh congo used to be the top in music in southern africa for, for a long time yeah, if you if you talk about so dance before music, south africans came into yeah before, we're talking pre quito yeah yeah before south africans before nigerian music yeah. 70s and 90s rumba used to be used to be on top yeah. The Rumba yeah. guys used to go to France, Belgium, Europe, Netherlands, to do, to do you know, they, they used to go on tours. Most of them were actually based like in, in Europe. Yeah. So Rumba used to be big and it's still big. It's just that we've been overshadowed with all this music, Nigeria, mm. we've got, uh, you know, I'm a piano, yeah, but I'm a piano I just said, hey, sleep, let's take a break from I'm a piano, let's get to Rumba. Let's take back. Let's Take it back to Rumba, and this is what Sixteenth uh, uh, of April is all about. It's, all about. it's the Rumba experience. We're gonna bring back all those memories, Jentemba, and all that stuff. I grew up listening to Rumba, by the way. Yes. Before all these other music, I I was a fan of Rumba. We used to dance like crazy. And because the, th the thing is, at some at some point growing up in Zambia, Rumba was more accessible than any other oh, genre yeah, of music. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it was obviously proximity to the Congo. Yeah. So lots of rumba used to come in. All right. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, what's your story? Well, my top five. Mm. All right. You can do the songs. Um. I'll skip the songs. I'll talk about the stories. All right. right. I can. I will put the songs in the title. Uh, on my top five, I've got coffee as well. I've got coffee. One because I think when it comes to like international recognition coffee is right up there to the point where for him it's more than just rumba he's um like a pop star worldwide and i've dj'd for various functions right i've played at uh, many weddings every time you play this song just that sound yeah people go crazy just the beginning everyone jumps in you know it's a ultimate crowd puller you never go wrong on your set you have to have it so that's why i'm giving it to coffee two i think franco the late great franco, oh, franco. Yeah, yeah 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 because i think he was like one of the pioneers of pioneers modern day rumba, yeah. Modern day, yeah, yeah, and um, I remember my parents were we used to play a lot of Franco, and I remember my father would be like, ah, you know what? If you're on a trip, traveling across towns, put in a Franco record or put in a Franco tape, and the songs used to be like 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but you know, our parents used to exaggerate, and they'll be like, Franco's long. music is like one hour. Yeah. So Franco, that's my number two. Number three, I'll go Wenge, Muzika. 
Wenge Musica. Wenge Musica. The original Wenge Musica. Is it extra Musica? Wenge Musica? No, Same no, no, no. one? No, yeah. different. That's, those came later. But the original, the first one was Wenge Musica. And it was a group. I think there were um, probably, I don't know, six or eight. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Then they broke off and then there was Wenge Musica. Uh, extra Musica came out. Then there was... Ah. Uh, where are son, Alan Makawa, Wenge BCBG, Wenge, then there were just different factions, right? But the original, original Wenge Musica, when they first came out, the album I think was known as, um, I think it's Kinebuje, French. Mm. So, um, my mom's sister, my auntie, used to do business in the Congo. And that mm. time we were living in the Copper Bell, so she would travel to the Congo and back. Mm. So at one point she went with my sister, they went to the Congo and they just happened to attend uh, like one of the first gigs. I'm talking 80s now, I think, 89, I don't know. I was a kid then, but they attended one of Wenge Musica's first gigs when they released their first debut album, first debut album, same thing. So anyway, these ladies were there and they managed to get, because they were selling albums, records. Yeah. Vinyls, so they were selling vinyl records at the gig, and my aunt managed—I don't know—she squeezed herself through. She, I don't know, managed to get an album and had it signed by one of the the Wenge Musica boys. So she came back home. We didn't know who Wenge Musica was. So she came home. I was like, this. She was like, this is gonna be one of the top bands in the world. So she brought the record, and she put record on and that record used to play in our house every weekend man from beginning to end you flip oh, side no. a side b yeah so, so i've got those memories like and, and the way i'm explaining is how she yeah. also like explaining how she came across wenge musica and all of a sudden now wenge musica kalaya Bueng, all these other songs started coming up so that's how i've got wenge musica there billy bell surprisingly you said billy bell because billy bell beautiful woman as well but yeah. highly talented. Very, I love her music. Her, her music, music is, is sort of laid back, but very sensual. She's she's more like an like a songstress. Her rumba is not like a hard dancing rumba. Nah, it's it's very good music. Very good music. Very good music. Sensual, and mm. she she managed to capture like her songs. She'll sing about Kenya. Like she used to sing mm. about her travels and all that. And, you know, an absolute African queen, the way she carried herself, absolutely beautiful. So I've got Billy Bell there. Uh, how many do we have? Three? Uh, we've got Frank. Are we? Uh, yeah. we... You've talked about, I think, you've talked Coffee, Coffee Billy Franco, Bell, Franco, Billy Bell, and Wenge. Wenge, yeah. <sighs> so the last one. The last one, number five. <laughs> number five is tough. I've got to go with... You like to play Carolina. Why didn't you mention the Willow? No? No, no, not really. But uh, I think my list is more on impact. Carolina is fine, but um, I think I'm talking more of the how I got no, okay, exposed. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. A Willow came out maybe in the 90s, but I think my Roomba experience is more towards the 80s. And it's hard. The fifth one is really hard. Fifth one, gotta go with one gentleman it's a group and their music is just absolutely captivating 
Zaiko Langa Langa. Ah, Zaiko Langa Langa. Te se veré. Zaiko Langa Langa. Zaiko. We know all this music. We know all this song, so I'm going to go with Zaiko. That's it. So that's my talk. This night is going to be insane. It's going to be insane. It's gonna be insane. I I, I want to see how people are gonna respond because I want I want to play songs that because normally here in Perth if it's rumba it's Carolina it's Lua yeah Frakata it's uh, we've got a whole night to to offload just that that playlist and we're gonna go old school as well. Like I want we, I want to go old school. I don't want any school, of the yeah. new stuff. Um, I might squeeze in a fair bit of new stuff as well, just to keep that uh, balance. But obviously, we want to do it different. Different. If everyone, if someone has ever done a rumba night in Perth, this is very different. But that's the nice thing with rumba is it's sort of timeless because yeah. you can you can bring a track from the eighties, still kicking right now, fuse it in with the new school. I mean, if you play Mario. Franco, everyone knows it. Yeah, Masu and all those tracks. So I want to, I want to keep it on that label, and um, I'm, I don't even, I'm not even worried about the dancing. I just want the atmosphere. Just as many rumba songs as we can chuck in, just chuck them in, man. Just chuck them in. No, there will be no scratching, DJing skills, whatever. Just mm. playing the music, tuta kayanda. Mm. <laughs> And most people actually think I'm Congolese, by the way. <laughs> ah, you never know. You're Katongo, right? You're up yes. north there. Yeah. So well, you never know. Half, the thing is, half of the Zambians. I tell you what, it's it's very possible. These borders that uh, we brought about. Yeah. Um, we we especially you you we I'm Bemba too. So so I, I might be a suspect as well. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> guilty. So, yeah, guilty as charged. So, but um, up north, mm. you know, there is a thin line between Zambia or Congolese. So it, it, uh, it's easy to just flip yeah, back and forth. Flip and forth. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Mm. All our presidents have been accused of being either Congolese, Congolese or Malawi or whatever. So it's very normal. So yeah, mm. just stand for public office. Trust me, they will find your DNA roots. <laughs> it's I'm very, from Congo. It's very easy. If you try to take over from HH, you you will be you, you will vetted. be associated with Congolese people, vetted. which is not a which is you know I love Congolese people. I yeah. love their music. Nah, man, I I love that. Um, you gotta have Congolese. You can tell that's the Congolese. First of all, the fashion. High flamboyant fashion, the women that you know, they you know, the food, everything. Congo, the Congolese, they don't do half measures, mm. everything has to be over the top, but in a nice way. The men they have you know, bright colors, combination of bright mm. colors, sunnies, hats, shoes. You can't miss a Congolese, mm. you know, when they pass by, like, yep, yeah, that's one. And and it, it speaks to the culture, especially. We've been to the Congo, like the club scene, and they're going out to a club. Everyone's dressed to impress. We we come out like this. Look at me, shorts, you know, polo. Congo, they don't. It's there's no half stepping. You gotta go all out. All out. All out. You have to be dressed so tight. The men. Should we? Know. Should we have? Is there a dress code for rumba night, or <sighs> just do whatever you want? 
Um, I, uh, to be honest, I am. Well, I expect a few Congolese guys to come full throttle. Oh, because man, that's just, just that's that's just them every day. If I understood how they dress, like I need to be taught. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll do the outfit as well. I have to dig into my Congolese side and help you out a bit. No worries. <laughs> you never know. Might be, might be in my system. Yeah. I'll just figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's happening on the 16th. Um, Rumba night will be in Perth City, right in the heart of the city. Quick question. Uh huh. Drinks. Well, we've got. Castle, we've got some African beers. Unfortunately, we couldn't get any Congolese. I would have loved to get like Simba and Tembo. Yeah, yeah. The big bottles, man. The, the real, here they call them long necks. Those long are the necks. real long necks. I would have yeah. loved to get a few, but unfortunately. But I think Castle, Castle's famous in, Cross in Congo. Yeah. Isn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zambia is very famous. Yeah. So we've got Castle, we've got Castle Light for yeah. those who want it a bit light. Yeah. Then we've got the hard stuff as well. All the hard stuff, man. I think we probably might have some. We've got more stuff. I know a lot of Kenyans love Roomba, so we probably might have some Tasca. We or will Tasca, have yeah. some African beers, that's for sure. So we've got some Definitely. African beers. Definitely. And then we've got the hard stuff as well. Do we have. I think P. Diddy has released some new Seroki. Yeah, stuff. he's do we have, got. Do we have that in stock uh, as well? We'll, On the night, yes. We, okay. We've got the Ciroc Sprit. That's yeah, like yeah. the pre-mixers. Yeah, yeah. On the night, we're gonna have them, and this one is pretty good actually. Not that we're advertising, but this one I think it lights up. Oh really? Yeah, but I think the battery is off or something. Yeah, it has a fancy light up. But anyway, food, um, drink wise, sorted. Food as well. We're gonna have African food on the night. Mm. So yeah, it's I'm gonna be an exciting night. It's, it's it's a combination of everything. I just want people to come and just. Loosen up, just in terms of food, Zambians and Congolese are not so different with what they no. eat. No, no, similar, Extreme. similar, same actually, same, yeah, same, same menu. So, yeah, same. we sorted, yeah. So, on that level, we're not worried. So, it's gonna be at my place bar, right in the heart of the city, Easter weekend, right on a beautiful Saturday, 16th of April. 16th of April, how can you miss out? So in terms of restrictions, um, we've I think we've removed. Uh, yeah. Are we guaranteed? So the only thing we could advise is coming early because we don't we don't know. You don't it's want to uncertain. be disappointed. It's uncertain, and we might feel up to capacity pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, looking at the hype, a lot of people have been calling in for tickets. Unfortunately, it's it's only on the on the day. So it's, it's on the it's, day. It's only get get uh, get uh, tickets. Yeah, we're we not are, doing um, online ones. Um, we're avoiding the ticket sales because in the recent past, it's always been tickets, refunds, this. It's yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. complicated. That's so we just much, want yeah. people to come on the night. Everyone's welcome. Just come through and let's have fun. It's only 10 bucks before 8 p.m. You, after 8 p.m., we, we can't guarantee. Might go to 30. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, nice. if, it's, if it's a long line. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, because we we have to, depending on the the restrictions, we have to keep the numbers. So that's what will determine pricing. But anyway, uh, not to turn this po whole podcast into a promo, although half of it was because of the rumba night. Probably now let's talk about some current affairs. Yeah. You want to talk about some current affairs? We want to talk. Yeah. You want to talk some slaps? 
All right, great. So it's taking a break, and I thought maybe I should just play some music. I played that one already. Let me see. same time that we're recording this all my listeners out there we're also doing like a video so that's why i like going back and forth I've, I've always talked about not trying to do videos but this time we thought let's combine visuals so playing in the background is shella moana with mom Wenu. okay yeah all right dj fingerland is back so what do you want to do? Talk about the slap? You can spend a short minute of time. Or you want to talk about... I think, yeah, let's talk about the slap. Like, there's been a lot of uh, mixed uh, opinions. Uh, there's no right or wrong uh, for this one. I, I think it just depends on which one... Uh, I think which which side really speaks to you the time. most. You know what I mean? <laughs> but 100%... Um, not sure to be honest. I'll start with your opinion first before I. My opinion. <laughs> what 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 do you think about the whole thing, the fiasco? Well, um, as a married man, I can understand where Will Smith came from, right? Because somebody is humiliating you. If you feel, not let me not even say someone is. If you feel like someone is disrespecting your wife, you react. We've all been, most people have been in that situation. You lose control because there's love involved and all that. But and the, then on the argue, other side, the argument is Will Smith laughed at the joke. You can laugh at the joke. And Listen. then when his wife seemed very uncomfortable, exactly. that's when he reacted. Listen, that's what I'm saying. As a married person, something stupid can happen. And you'll be like, ah, and then you turn around and your wife will give you an eye. <laughs> A side eye and you know oh shit let me do something here because you know when you get back home there's gonna be issues this is this is this is real life this happens you you know uh, I always say women see things that us men don't really see mm. right so in a situation like that if your woman's uncomfortable you may not see that this is an uncomfortable situation We've been, for example, you've been out with your madame. You say, oh, let's go out to whatever, whatever. You go to a place. She doesn't like it. For you, it's like, oh, this place is cutting. But deep down, your madame is like, it's the worst place I've ever been to in my life. But for you, it's probably maybe just, oh, they've got my, the beer that I like. It will take a while before you look at your woman and say, oh, she's, she's not enjoying this. You switch back. You're like, oh, sweetheart, what's going on? She's like, ah, you know what? Let's go home. So there's that delayed effect. Because the joke wasn't about will. It was about the wife, so he probably didn't. Um, it didn't affect him immediately the way she. That's why he laughed. It was just like, oh, 
And then when he looked at the madame, the madame was like, really? Well, you're sick, I don't sick anyway. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, all right. It seemed like a delayed reaction, but it, you know. And, and, and this is the thing. I, I spoke about this, I think, the previous episodes. Yes, it was bad. We don't condone violence and all that. When you say things, it's a joke to you because you are the comedian, you're cracking a joke. Mm. But how a person takes it, how the other person responds, you can't control that, unfortunately. And that's what that's we saw true. on that very night. As in, yes, it was the world stage, but that happens every day. We've seen a bus driver being slapped. I personally witnessed uh, a cop being slapped by a husband because, you know, this, the husband was driving, the wife, driving then the cops stopped them and said we're well, impounding your car so the wife was sitting uh i think the wife was sitting at the back in the back seat so the cops said all right we're going to the cop station let's go you drive and told the this is in zambia and told the, the gentleman to drive so the gentleman was like all right no worries so the cop opened the back seat and told the wife to move so that he can get in the back Whoo! this gentleman lost it anyway you can't tell my wife to move away. There was a physical yeah. fight with the cop because uh, that respect. Yeah. So that's my opinion. I'm not condoning any violence or whatever, but I'm just saying, in his words, in his own mind, Chris Rock wasn't wrong. He didn't mm. do anything wrong. He just went out there to crack, to, jokes. To crack jokes and present a show. We do that. You do mm. our you MC. I've MC that weddings where I've said crack the joke, and they've been called on the side of that. Bride didn't like that one. Time before, and you're like, oh, all right, you go on the side and apologize. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. And the husband, and especially when you're dealing with um, wed like weddings, mostly it's the woman who's like, you know, it's her thing. It's in charge, yeah. So you can say something, the husband, like, hey! and the wife is like, nah. Don't like the music that DJ is playing. Don't like whatever. We've been through this yeah, situation. Yeah. So Chris Rock didn't do anything wrong. Will Smith also maybe he okay he was wrong because he went on stage and slapped that guy, but the reaction maybe wasn't wrong because he felt that his wife was disrespected. The no, let me tell the reaction. The reaction wasn't wrong, but the the response wasn't wrong. The action was wrong. So the response as in oh I'm protecting my wife. You can't say shit about my wife. Mm. That response cool. But the slapping, that's the action, wrong. You need to compose yourself in these scenarios. Yeah, I think it defines who you are. We, we, life, life will not always throw good stuff at you. There are no. certain instances where you have, to make, you, have to make, you have to make a decision. And based on the decision that you make, will define who you are. And I think that's what... That, I think... I don't think... If Will Smith and Jada were not happy about this, the, the whole joke, they would have taken that backstage. He but, didn't really have to go stand up there but and that's the slap thing. with him. Or if you want to have stood up, go and whisper something in his ear. It's like, please, I appreciate if you don't talk about whatever. If you wanted to make a statement in front of everyone, you know what I mean? But, but that's that, that you, overreaction, yeah, beyond, but, I don't accept that. But that's I, I, I give thumbs up to, to Chris Rock for his composure. Yeah. He was, he's, he was yeah, professional. He he's a comedian. Him. I think that's all he knows. 
and he obviously he did not have ill intentions when he was cracking nah. the joke. Well, he was just being he was just being Chris Rock. That's it. Well, but unfortunately, I, in that context, Chris Rock, you know, was it hit the wrong nerve. Yeah, exactly. I watched, I read an article today that said that Chris Rock has been making jokes about Jada Pinkett Smith since the nineties. So okay, somebody sorry. has gone back and pissed up. In most of his stand-ups, he's made jokes about her. So meaning they have a relationship. If you, so so you and me, I can talk about you in a certain way because of the relationship we have, right? Yes. And I'll get away with it. Yes. And probably Chris Rock has been doing that all yes. his life. So it makes sense. This, all this time, he's just been joking about general stuff. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Will Smith. I'm just throwing yeah. it out there, playing devil's advocate. This time around, they're saying it went bad because he joked about her health, her loss of hair because it's a, it's a health situation, alopecia, yeah. which I also have. If you see, I've got like, yeah. my beard doesn't grow like a full beard like yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah. alopecia there. Yeah. It never grows. I've tried to grow a full beard, so I just, so now for her, it affects like her hair. And you know, for an African woman, african-american african-american <laughs> as well hair is everything to women so we don't Just know how it's affected her life yeah but so maybe will has been listening to her cry at home yeah. like trying out different mm. wigs so but then again well nah slim the thing is if if you i fact if i call you a nickname uh for a certain period of time you'll care with it mm. And then I call you that nickname just because now things, something has gone wrong somewhere. Mm. I, I might not understand the extent to what the situation in your life that has changed mm. and how that nickname now is going to be linked to what's going on. You know what I mean? But like she's, she's been cracking jokes on her all their life. But maybe because of their relationship. But listen so to now me. this time around, it's a problem because he cracked the joke at a different place. If you've been cracking jokes to me at home or we meet in the streets, la 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 la, they've been funny. But now here I am, I'm now like at the center of attraction, I'm sitting in front row seat, and you joke, then you crack the joke. Now it's embarrassing. Mm. You see how the, yeah. that, that thing can So change? I guess the context also matters. The so context, the context matters. matters. And so even, the, the, I, I think for that incident, I think. The, the location also time and place <laughs> time and place cliche 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 the time could have been mm. wrong the place also was we're just throwing in factors there and will smith was just like oh, not today bro you've done it for 10 years but today it's crossing the line but then only the person who's hurt will know that you've crossed the line. Yeah. But if they don't tell you, you wouldn't know that you're crossing the line. Anyway, in conclusion, as a stand-up comedian, you really need to do your background. Or Check. sometimes it comes, it comes natural. You can't really control it, but you have to also watch what you say, especially but in a show like that you actually run it by the producers and say oh mm. who are the guests i'm gonna have and they tell you these people are gonna sit in the front row seats you and you but and say but you as a stand-up uh, 
uh, slim. Sometimes you just don't know what you're going to talk about. You hit the stage and then that things you start. But we're living in a sensitive world now. You know, you know, there's certain things, certain words you just can't say. We used to say way back, I say, today you can't. Even, even, you know, we, we were living in a, in a gender sensitive society now. Some mm. people would be offended just by saying, oh, she's... I knew of people who were offended because a waitress called them. How are you guys? Uh, how can I assist you on the table? I'm like, oh, you can't call us guys. We're all women here. We are living yeah. in that society. Yeah. So you can't be tone deaf to people's sensitivity. Yeah. So I think I guess the lessons learned from this incident is... There's a lot uh, of lessons learned. Yeah. For Chris Rock, be mindful. The jokes you crack around. Will Smith... Learn to control, control your, yourself. yourself. You know what I mean? Jada also control your man. Stop your man. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people are not talking about her, but she she needs to also... She could have uh, yeah. grabbed him and said, hey, boss, stop. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we probably won't go further. Yeah. We'll end there. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, um, we're definitely gonna have Fingerland back again. We're yeah. gonna, after the room and I probably have another podcast. Sit down, yeah, and then just see what we can patch up. No worries. Thanks yeah. for having me. I, I know we've got a lot that we wanted to talk about, but yeah. in a different setting. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, and uh, it's good for me because it's the first time I've been, I've stayed away from video because yeah. YouTube has got too many restrictions. Yeah. But you said now nah, let's do the video part of it as well, and Alex was. Um, gracious enough to open specifically for us to say, all right, you guys come and do your recordings, and uh, we're thankful. We're for thankful for that. that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna earn the music note, and then yeah, we'll see you next time. So, people listening, especially in Perth, come and join us on the 16th of April. That's Easter Saturday. Tama Place Podcast, POBS Slim, DJ Fingerland, and we are out just like. Bobo.